Good evening. Tonight's learning is sponsored by the Manuel family. He wrote that the source of our learning should be a source for him and his family. So we are right after David kills Goliath. We're finishing up Perik Yudzayin, a very, very long Perik. And we read the Psukim last week. Just the last Psukim we read mentioned the Kasha, and we'll start again from Posik Nun Hey. Very, very difficult to understand Psukim. In Nach, it says in the pasuk, "Uchura ois Shaul as David yoytzi lekras apushti." Shaul sees David going out towards the pushti. Omer al Avner Sar Hatzava. So he tells, turns to the general standing next to him, "Ben Miza Hanar Avner, who, who's this 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 young uh, fellow, and who's his father?" Vayemer Avner Chei Nafshecha Hamelachim Yodati. He makes a shvua in the name of the Melech that. I have no idea. So the Melech says, okay, we have to find out. Go find out who is this, who's the, this child, whose son is he? And if you notice, the Pasik switches Lashonis from Nar to Olam, which is Olam is a Lashon of Chashivas. So we have to have an understanding what exactly took place over here. Why is it so schwer? Because we, if we're following along the story, we know that just the parak before, David became the nice Akelim of Shaul. He played music for him, and he had. Uh, and he said to Yishai, "Please let me keep your son." He seemed to be very well who David was, who Yishai was, and all of a sudden he has no clue who who David is. It's not much bizarre. And he asked to go. And he already, spoke, he already spoke to him before he was going to go. I'm saying, yeah, but maybe he didn't say his name then. Oh, you know who he was. Oh, and then we'll just go a little bit right in the psukim. It says, So when David comes back from killing Goliath, so Avner takes him. He brings him in front of Shaul. Imagine the scene. Shaul coming with this big monstrous head held in his hand. And uh, he comes in front of the king. Whose son are you? So needs, needs a tremendous havana. What exactly... Is going on over here. How is it possible Shaul doesn't know who David is? So, Alpiderech Hapshat, there was, uh, there's a number of different Pshatim that are said, Alpiderech Hapshat. So the Rid says that when he played in front of him, so, you know, you hire a musician, not necessarily, I don't know if everyone always knows who the musician is by Simcha, not necessarily know who the musician was. And David, the Pasik told us, he was constantly going back and forth to take care of the sheep still. And the Mela... He didn't know who David was. Now, that's, you know, it sounds nice, except that it definitely doesn't work that well in the Psukim. Because if you go back, it said that uh, after he played the music and it was, you know, and, and worked so well, so uh, I have to go a lot, of, a lot of pages back to get to it. But it says, uh, so, you know, he, he knew who he was originally, he sent the messenger, and then it says, David came, he's mentioning him by name, it doesn't sound like he didn't know who he was, so it's, it's, it's difficult to say that chat. And uh, others say, that he was, you know, the king was so busy with his, his, his kingly duties, and there's so many people coming and going, 
that, uh, you know, sometimes from the Machmas Reiv Hatirda of being the king and taking care of so many people, it's possible to forget people's names. It definitely happens, you know, if you're uh, teaching a lot of people or in other positions of authority, you could sometimes forget someone's name. It has happened. So maybe that's, that, maybe that's, what, uh, maybe that's what happened over here. But again, that, that's, that's a little bit of a stretch because we're talking about not just yet another one of his servants. We're talking about someone who we seem to have a very pers- close personal connection to. So, we still need another pshat. Now, the pshat that's definitely the easiest to understand, to a certain extent, is that because of the Ruach Ra that was on show, he, he just forgot who his, uh, he forgot about this, the David who he loved so much, and was nice to Caleb, but, you know, he was one of his, he was in a bad state, and his mind wasn't working quite the same way it was. The problem with that is that Avner also, you know, Avner wasn't in a bad state, so if Avner makes a shvua, maybe Avner never was there when, when David was playing music, so Taka Avner didn't know, you could definitely make a case on their chapshat. Um, the other Mepharshim say on chapshat, that the, the Malbim says that Shaul had promised his daughter to be... Uh, the wife of whoever kills Goliath, which is a little bit of a rash statement. And Chazal say he was Nene Kishur, he was answered properly, even though he made this you know, statement, who knows, it could have been Evid, could have gone to kill Goliath. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent him David, David Melch Yisrael, he got, he got lucky, as, so to speak. And we know that Eliezer, Evid Avram, also answered Shalai Kahigan and got lucky. And then Yiftach, when in Sefer Shaiftim, he said, well, the first thing that comes out of my house, I'll bring is a carbon, he got unlucky. What's pshat that Shaul is the one who got lucky? Eliezer got lucky. Not Yiftach's one of the pshat, and they say is because when it comes to Shaduchim, Hakobadeshimaim. Anyway, so you're allowed to leave it all to Hashem. But anyway, that's just an aside. But the Malbim says that he, he made this promise, and suddenly he sees, hey, this guy's going to take me up on it. I have to find out a little bit about, do some quick, quick research, quick check, you know, check up the resume, see who he is. He wanted to know. He knew he was David, but you know, he didn't really look into the family Bechlau. So he wanted to quickly know, so tell me what, what, what his father's like, and, and a little bit more details, because uh, he knew he was, he, was, he was David Ben Yishai, but he didn't have any more information than that. You know, you know people know someone in their last name, doesn't mean they know their whole background, their whole history. Yeah, but you That's hired, the him, says the hired him in the palace, he didn't know who he was, he didn't do a background check. This wasn't for nuclear secrets, this is to be the musician. You know, they you, usually no, you have to provide a, king, a resume with your parents and grandparents to go be a musician, not necessarily. Uh, what? Yeah, Mirikara says a tremendous kiddush. She says that when David put on the armor, so it says David puts on the armor and he sees that the armor fits him miraculously, and he's very worried that uh, David that that Shaul's going to be jealous. Or if you just go pashal chapshat, he put on the armor it was just too heavy for him. He wasn't used to walking in armor. So it says that David said, "I can't, I can't do it." He takes off the armor. And Shaul thought at that point, okay, he just gave up on the whole thing. There's no way. If he can't even walk a few steps in armor, he's going to fight Goliath. It's just not happening, right? So, so David, Shaul already figured it's not happening. All of a sudden, he sees someone's charging towards Goliath, and he's like, oh man, this must be someone else. So he went to, it was far, long distance, eh? binoculars. So he went, oh, who's, uh, who's going to fight against Goliath? So that's how the Yuchas Rikara, there's the two Pirushim ones, Rikara, and one's Yuchas Rikara. But I hope I'm not sure he wants to say Pshat. Did he wear any armor? He what? Wearing any armor when he was? He, he was wearing sick? nothing. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. Just regular clothing. He had a shepherd sack. The Radak brings from his father that 
he wanted to know where does it come from that this the, the, this young child, young, young man, is able to go with no pachat, no fear. He saw it going in such a ruach of gevura towards the polishti. So he wanted to know, well, where does he come from? Does he come from a famous family of Gibayim? And Avner says, I don't know. Because we just saw earlier, a few psukim ago, it said that that Yishai, beyond Mahim, was already very old. So he says, look, maybe he was a mighty warrior in his youth, but he's already an old man. I have no idea. You know, like, uh, you see someone's a great sports player. And you ask, was his father was good at sports? And they say, listen, I don't know, his father's already an old man. I have no way of knowing. That was the, that was the, that's how the redact brings from his father. The, the earlier shot of the mom that what? said, the earlier shot of the mom that said he took off the armor so he thought it could take That was the recovery, yeah, that shot, yeah. That doesn't work, but afterwards, when they brought him in front of him, he still didn't recognize him? Yeah, that's, 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 that's going to be sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. There's a reason why he didn't know now. The Malbim says that he says another pshat, not all that. He says the Lashon. He says interesting Lashon. He says who, who, who he attributes this this to. He says Elokim Yoimru. I guess I mean I don't know if that means the Kubalim. I'm not sure who that refers to. But they say Amar de Gazach. He says that when David went out to fight against Goliath, there was a Meshuna de Or Minashemayim. He was encompassed by a tremendous Or of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the Ruach of Gevura that came from being Nimshach as Melech, and now it came to the fore when he went <coughs> to take on this challenge to stand up against the Plishti Oral Zetz Mecharef Megadish Elikim Chaim. And he looked like a different person. His face was shining, and he looked like a totally different person. So Avada Shoal knew who David was, but this is not David. Who, who's this suddenly, this, this tremendous tzaddik, this person whose face is shining with the Ruach of Gevura? And that's what he asked. Who, who is this? What's going on over here? Wasn't that before he went to Galilee? What? Before, right, on his way out to fight. He so suddenly had, he had Yeah, this is, that, that he was mislabish with this Ruach Gevura to go fight against Goliath. Now, Chazal say over here, Rashi brings the whole Chazal, he brings something interesting. Chazal asked the Kasha, Omra was saying, is it possible he didn't know he was? He loved him and he was his nice Kalim. He saw the Dove was acting like a king, so Shaul starts getting nervous. He knew there was a Nevoah. Nevoah was that Vinasata, I'm going to give the Nevoah, Kalash Baruch said, Lurei Echat Hevmi Mecca. And suddenly he sees a person acting like a king. He gets very nervous. Maybe this is that person. So Shaul wanted to know, Does he come from Mishpachas Peretz? Because we have a Messiah, Melech Peretz, together, that the king comes from Mishpachas Peretz. The Mishpachas Zerach, but he's only from Mishpachas. He knew he was from Yisha. He knew he was from Shev Yehuda. He didn't know his Yichas. From Zerach, then he'll just be Chashev. He'll be Chashev general. He's not, gonna, uh, he's not the person I have to worry about. He's becoming the Melech. What did Doeg Adoimi say? Doeg, he overhears the conversation, says, you don't know if he's in Peretz or Zerach, and that's what Avner said, he made it true, he doesn't know. He told him, Don't start asking if he's from the Mishpacha, that could be kings or just Chashva people. First find out if he's even allowed to marry a Jewish girl. Do you know who his great-great-grandmother was? Shaymi Rusa Mayavi, he comes from Mayavi. It says in the Torah, Layavi Mayavi, Bukal Hashem. So Avner says, What do you mean? We know Amoinivli Amoinis. So Doig says, 
Really? There's such a drush? What about, so mamzer v'loy mamzeris also? So he told him, no. So he told him this, no, because the reason that Amain is excluded is because they weren't makt in belechem u'mayim, Amain u'mayiv, and Ish is not mechoyiv. So that's what he told him back. Now, Shaul says, Shaul atami ben mizeh he tells him, go find out. We're not sure. We have this machlaikis between Doyeg and Avner, two Doyeg Yisrael. So halacha nis'alam, alam is a remez to the lotion of nis, that it's nis'alam from you. Say you should obey some medrash, go and find out in the Bismedrash. Where did they go? They went to the Bismedrash of Shmuel Haramasi, and Shmuel wrote them back a tshuva. Zuck the Bach. The Bach says that you know what that tshuva that, that, that Shmuel wrote them back was? That's Sefer Rus. Rus was written at that moment as a tshuva, right? And the Sefer Rus is the Yishayah, Lidas David. That is the tshuva saying that he's really lovely like a how. So that was the answer of, Shol to, of Shmuel to the Shaila. We, we, we see that. It was still somewhat, uh, yeah, it was still somewhat Mesopic. Yeah, how could they argue in Shmuel? Okay. Oh. So, <clears throat> the. Oh. Now, Agav, there's another Pshat, just Pasha Pshat, when it says Ben Miha Olam, is, it goes along with a lot of the other Pshatim, as he saw something special in David, Olam is Lashem Chashivas. At first, he saw him walking out as Ben Miha Nar, but then when he saw his Chashivas, so he told him, go find out. Who is this Chashiva? We see he's an Adam Chashiva. Is Doig saying this? Like, Doig was just saying now, We saw already that Doig is the one who said negative, right, tried to so make jokes. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, David, the Chazal understood that Doig was constantly out for Doig. It's also the Tain of Mazel of Melzer. It's not really a Tain of Allah. He wasn't, right? He wasn't. He's arguing on the Drusha of Amina. Yeah, he says that. Who says that's a valid. If you make a Drusha, because yeah, it's Belashan Zacher, not Lashan Akavis. So it's by Mamzer also. So Mamzer, Mamzer, what? Just specifically regarding yeah. marriage. Yeah. Ukishayiv Dovim Akosa Plishti Vayikach Oisei Avner Vilov Neshol Vereisha Plishti Viyali Vayemer Elov Shol Ben Mi Ato Hanar Vayemer Dovim Ben Avdecha Yishe Beisalachmi Vayikach Aloisei Ladaber Pas Perik Yudches. They finish talking. Vayikach Aloisei Ladaber El Shol VeNefesh Yoynesan. Nikshira benefesh David, Yonison, forms a tremendous bond. His nefesh becomes Makusher with Yonison ben David. He's the crown prince. Yonison ben Shol, I'm sorry. And he becomes totally Niskasher with David. Yonison loved him. And he plays out, he, 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 he acts on this Ahava. And it says, so before okay, we'll, we'll, we'll one passing in between, it says that Shaul took David He didn't let him go back. This mighty warrior achieved so much. He can't just go back home. Because there's such a tremendous ahava between Yonison and David. So Yonison made a bris with David, which is a pella. He's the crown prince. He doesn't have to make a bris with David. But the only reason he did it, he didn't get anything out of it. He did it purely out of ahava. And Yonison now acts on his bris. He takes off his, he had a, obviously, he had a special me'il, a special beggar that he wore as the crown prince, Asher Olov, and another beggar he was wearing, he gave him a sword, and his bow, and his special, you know, belt to hold the weapons. He gave it all to David to show his tremendous ahava for David.
What's the Nakud of this Ahava? So this Ava, Kenafsha, he loved him Kenafsha, because Yonason was a Ish Kaddish Adam Oi, and he sensed in David this tremendous Kedusha, and he understood that David's going to be the Melech, and instead of being angry and upset that it's taken away from him, Adar on his level of Tzidkis, he was so attracted to the Kedusha of David that there was a Ahava, and this is the example of Chazal give, the Ahava she'en there was a Ahava, he had nothing out of it, there's nothing forming this bond of Ava except for the fact that he was Nafshei Kenafshei, that he saw the same Kedusha and the same, there was a Dibik between these two, these two tremendous Sadiqim. And the Radak points out a Mary the Gazach over here. The Radak says, it's interesting, I saw this brought down, everyone brings it from Alsha, but it comes from Radak already, he says, that Minreish Sifra Ad from the beginning of Shmuel, whenever it's till here, whenever it says Yoinison, it says Yoinison Chaser. Except for the one time when he went to fight against the Plishtim. But over here, from here on, he gets the Shem Hashem inserted into his name. He was Niskasha himself in David HaMelech, sounds like he's losing, he's giving up the Melucha Adarab, he had the Shem Hashem added into his name. And that comes from being Niskasha to a Tzadik. What's this brisket? What? What's this brisket? Who's person exactly? Uh, they made a treaty of of, of of mutual friendship of Ava. We'll see that this brisk gets played out more and it, it gets spoken out with more details later on. But for now, it doesn't tell us what the brisk was. Sazak the pasuk vayter tells us veyitzi David bechol asher yish lachenu shol yaskil wherever. Shol sent him, he was Matzliach, Vesimeu Shol, Al Anshem Ochav, and Shol made him a general. Vayitav, Be'ene Kol Om, and all of Kal Yisrael was happy to have David as their general. Vagam, Be'ene Avde Shol, and also the Avde Shol, they weren't jealous, which is a hella. You have this you know, young fellow suddenly becomes the favored general, becomes on top of everyone else. Usually that doesn't uh, engender much love from all the other Avodim, but all of Kal Yisrael loved David. He had tremendous, tremendous Hatzlach of my Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now, a little bit interesting where this Pasuk fits in, because now we're going to go and talk about them coming back from this battle. And when did all this happen, that David was sent out, and wherever he went, he was successful. So some learn, I saw some of the Farshim, I think the Malbim learns that way, that the battle, although they'd finished their chase of Lishan back, there were small skirmishes that took place as a continuation. They hadn't yet gone back from the battlefront. And maybe that's what this is referring to. But others learn that this Pasuk is really giving you an advanced view of what's going to happen when David becomes general later. But I'll call upon him, Vayibavoyam Bashuv David Meakaisa Plishti. They're on their way back from this battle. Vatitsena Hanoshim Mikol Ore Yisrael. All the ladies came out from all the cities of Chal Yisrael. Loshir Vamachoyles to sing and to, they had circles dancing. Likra Shol Amelach facing Shol Amelach Batupim with the uh, tupim as well, which, which musical instrument is that? Drums, right? The tupim, the simcha, ube shalishim. Shalishim is a little bit interesting what shalishim is. Rashi brings some targum yenison that it's a type of klizemer. Other words say that maybe there was like a, uh, that there was a mahalach of dancing of maybe lines of three, or maybe they had a three-part uh, song that was repeated in threes. The ta'anena hanoshim hamasachkos, well, 
Okay. The ladies who were playing, they said, So the song, which some say was this was like the chorus line that they kept repeating every few lines, is that Shaul kills thousands and David kills tens of thousands. Now, this did not go over well with Shaul. Shaul got very angry. It was terrible in his eyes. They putting David well above me. Me only get thousands, him tens of thousands. At this point, the only thing he's missing, he's popular, everyone loves him, he's, even the ladies are singing about him. The only thing that's missing is actually the title of king. And from that point on, by his Shaul, Oyen, a very interesting word. Oyen as David, from that day on, Shaul had an ayin ro towards David. And whatever David did, he always interpreted in a bad way. He always looked at David. He had this, he, he sensed that David was taking away the malucha from him. And Mamela, everything that happened was always seen through this lens of David coming to steal the malucha from him. The Malbim says something interesting over here. It says that, if you notice, there's a shini lotion. The Pasuk starts off that. Hanashim, all the ladies came out, Mikol Ari Yisrael, to sing Machoilei Slikra Shol Hamelach Batubim Besimchol Shalishim, and then it says Atanena Hanashim Hamasachkes. Who are the ladies Hamasachkes? So the Malbim says that Ratzelaimer Loy Hamishayris. The say the ladies who sang they had a little more seichel than that. You don't insult the king in public. Sheina Medabras Devashir Kifi Atzasa Diba Rak Hamasachkes. The ones that made jokes. They were the comedians. It was the Badchen. They said it as a joke. They, they, they thought they were being funny. That David kills, uh, Shaul kills thousands, David kills tens of thousands. They weren't trying to say David's greater than, than Shaul. They just, this was a way of making Shaul. You see, you know, this caused tremendous sorrow. You have to be careful with even uh, what people say. You know, who, which one of us hasn't been by Yeshev Abrachah, so you wanted to dig a hole and bury yourself, and you hear the guy getting up and trying to be funny and causing terrible harm, <laughs> irreparable harm, perhaps, to the Chassan or Kal's reputation. So over here, you know, these, these ladies thought they were being cute, and Lamaisa, they caused that show, that he show Oyin as David. From that point on, Shaul had a terrible... Shaul had a terrible iron run. Everything he, that David did was seen through his lens that David is out to take the Melucha from him. Well, Shaul not wrong. This is a tremendously terrible thing to say about the king. I mean, 100%. Right. And they thought they were being funny at some point. I'm not sure what they thought, but, you know, I've been in many places where I'm not sure what people, how, how people thought that would be funny, but that's what they thought. Oh, now, the next day, this really takes a tremendous turn for the worse. And from this point on, we're going to come across a lot of this. This is really the beginning of Shoal's Radif of David, which is something that's hard to understand. It has to be seen through the lens of Shoal A being having this Ruach Ra, and B, Shoal obviously had his Cheshbainis, and because of the way he looked at things, which is obviously flawed, he felt that there was, David was out to get him, and therefore he's a married by Malchus. But this is the beginning of it. Vahimi Mochras, Vatitzach Ruach Alikim Ro'al Shoal. So obviously there's this, this, uh, these ladies with their funny joke set off an episode of this Ruach Ra. And he was raving, literally raving in the home. He was uh, saying words of shtus. Right? The Rashi over here says, 
and Shtus is very similar, right? You know, the, the fine line between being a Novi and being a Meshugana. I'll call upon him. At this point, it doesn't mean Nevuah, it means Divrei Shtus. Although there are those that say that there was an Indian of Nevuah over here because he was being Misnab in the fact that David is going to take over the Malucha. But his, his ravings, he was raving. So what did they do? Quickly, the servants called David to come and play music. And David was quickly called to play music. So sitting on his throne with his spear. Shol takes his spear. I'll throw it. We'll go through David, hit the wall. And I'll pretend that it's some sort of terrible accident. I was just decided to do a little target practice and somehow it hit David and everyone will be sad. It was a terrible accident. So he does that. He takes the spear and he throws it right at David. David And David, not that he ducks. David doesn't even chap. David's so engrossed in the music. All the Mepharshim say he's looking down at his musical instrument, his harp. He doesn't even see. And just at the right moment, he turns his head and it flies right over his head. It happens twice. The second time it happens, Shaul realizes. The first time it can happen. The second time, Shaul realizes this is a level of siyata deshmaya that a person should be missed at point-blank range twice because they just happen to turn their head at the right moment. So this causes Shaul to have even more fear of David because he sees that he has a mishunadik siyata deshmaya. Vayira Shaul mosnei David. Shaul is petrified now of David. Ki Hashem imay. That's a tremendous siyata deshmaya that caused Baruch saving B'derech Neis from point-blank range. Umiyem Shaul saw and he realizes that it's not just that Hashem is David. Hashem's a David because he left Shaul. So Shaul decides now that it's not good to have him in the palace. Instead, he's going to send him out into the field and have him not as the general of the whole army. He makes him only a general over, he's, he's a captain over a thousand men. And the goal is he should hopefully get killed in battle. And he'll be the one who will go out to lead Kali Yisrael. In the first Shemadayik, it doesn't say in front of these thousand soldiers. No. He was, all of Kali Yisrael looked to David for leadership, although he's now, sort of say, demoted down to the position of a Sar Elif, but he's still the one that all of Kali Yisrael is following, taking him, his lead. But he, David, he was Matzliach and everything he did, Vashem Imoy. Chazal Darshan from this person, obviously Pashup Shad is that he was tremendously Matzliach in battle. Chazal Darshan Amrab Shmuel Ben Achmeni Amrab Yenison that Kol Ha'Imer David Chaytein Latoya because he brings this pasuk Vehi David Chol Drach of Maskil Vashem Imoi says how could it be that David is Chayt? This is referring to the Chayt later. I meant to bring another Chazal. Chazal Darshan from here. I thought that was the one they brought. Chazal Darshan from here that David was uh, that he was Bechol Drach of Maskil Vashem Imoi that the Halacha Kamoisi Bechol Malkim that I call that he that's Halacha in Limit Atayir that the Psak Halacha was likened. So Pashup, this has to go forever? Well? Well, Pashup means he was Matzliach in battle. That's Pashup Shad. No, he's talking about that Chazal. Oh, that Chazal. The other, that Chazal. Chazal says something, Hashem Imoy, that it's not Shaykh. Vayar Shol, Asher Humaskil, Shol sees a successful Moid, Vayogami Parov, and he gets even more frightened. Everything, every, every step that Shol takes to try to cause David to be knocked down has the exact opposite effect. 
And all the Klaiso loves David. So, you know, Shaul sends him out to the battlefield and demotes him, and all that happens, he becomes more popular. He's the leader of Klaiso in battle. So now, Shaul takes a new tactic. Shaul brings up the promise he had made that whoever kills Goliath gets to marry my daughter. So, Vayemir Shaul al David, Hine Bite Hagdoila, Meirav, my older daughter Meirav. Oisa I'm going to give her to you as a wife, Isha. Ach, You have to be a mighty warrior. I want you to go out and fight, even though you're going to get married and you're going to be in Shana Rishonim. You have to keep fighting for Klal Yisrael. Vishol Omar Boy, and the pasuk now reveals to us Shol's innermost mind. Shol is saying, "Listen, I need him to go fight because I don't want to kill him myself. Hashem's not going to allow it. Hashem's giving Siat the Shmayatim, but Tehibayad Plishtim." Let him be killed by the Pelishtim. Now we'll see, Shoal has a plan. He already sent them out. The battle didn't work. But Shoal has a, has a plan in mind. We're not, probably not going to get to it this week. So Shoal responds when he's offered to become the king's son. He says, Who am I? Who's my family? We're not, we're not important enough. I can be the chast of the Bay Nasi. I can be the son-in-law of the king. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worthy of it. So the Pasuk tells us something very unusual happens. Lamaisa David did agree. And what happens? The time arrived that David's supposed to marry Meir Bashol. Instead, she becomes the wife of Adriel Hamalchilasi. How does that happen? So a lot of the Farshim understand that she decided on her own she didn't want to be married to David. She went and she accepted Kedushin from Adriel and, and she just undercut her father. She was already old enough. She could do it. Now, Chazal bring over here there's a whole Shaila. How did this happen that maybe David was Mekadashir but he was Mekadashir with a Milva and the Mela wasn't Chal and that's why David, he was allowed to marry two sisters because he's going to end up marrying the younger sister. So others say that Meirav died, and then he married Michal. So Chazal understand there was something, there was some sort of level of Kedushin between David and Meirav, but others understand there never was a Kedushin between David and Meirav. It's interesting, I saw one of the Farshim, I don't think I have it, I think it was the Barbanel, he discusses over here the fact that uh, David had no right to marry, he's going to end up marrying Michal, the younger sister, because and then we're going to see that that that, that, Meirav, that Michal Taka was was Oyev David. We see a lot of parallels between uh, between David and and, and Michal and Yaakov and Rachel. But uh, we're going to have to stop over here. Okay, shkoyach.